0: Wrigley View Rooftop is a unique event venue that is located in the heart of Wrigleyville. As an official Chicago Cubs rooftop partner, the venue is adjacent to the historic Wrigley Field Stadium and just steps beyond the left field ivy. Established in 2000, Wrigley View Rooftop recently underwent an extensive renovation that combines state-of-the-art stadium-style design and seating with a warm, hospitable, guest-friendly environment and a spectacular view. From Cubs games to concerts, Wrigley View Rooftop brings you the best experience available at Wrigley Field. Wrigley View Rooftop is located at 1050 West Waveland Avenue. For information about events, check out their website at WrigleyView.com or call 773-362-1050. All aboard!
1: Uh
2: And the Club 400 podcast is on the air nine days away from our big event of the year. Joe Madden is coming to Club 400. William, are you ready? This is going to be a party that will not suck. And you know what? If it... William could actually throw you out of here because he's working the main door. I don't know if you know that, everyone, but right. you'll see, everybody's going to see William. I've been doing push ups at I the get, front door. I got some new tattoos. I put them there because A, I wanted everybody to say hello to him, and
1: <laughs> and B, because <laughs> I am a tough guy.
2: Yeah, I mean, no one's going to get through the door. No, if one, we're one, no in the one will be able to talk
1: themselves in through the door this time. What's funny is I'm there's one person I'm really looking forward to trying to talk their way in. That me you? just stopping them? No, Crawley. Oh yeah, <laughs> Crawley and I got stopped at the door. We get made it up to the door one time. We got
2: stopped, and we, you know,
1: oh, never, that, that, never really got. Paid by attention. the way,
2: nice Wrigley View rooftop commercial that was. Hey, thank you. Um, by the way, everybody, Wrigley View rooftops is a place to go buy your tickets. Pink is this Sunday. Are you going? I might go. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Do you know any songs that Post I saw sings? Pink
2: in Milwaukee one time. She's remarkable. She does it all. She sings, she dances, she does all these crazy moves.
1: Yeah, the question is can you name one song she sings?
2: I think you've been gone. Oh nice. Okay. That was that was that's that one? I don't know. I have no idea. That's not. We have uh, Louka just walked in. Yeah, I know. Let's bring her in. Why why as well? Should we bring in? We just ran. started. Come on in here. We have the hospitality director of Club four hundred Sarah Flanagan. Is it
1: hospitality house. or tility? Oh, it's hospital. And,
2: and we have our bartender here, but he, he's probably looking for beer, but he's not going to find any. He will not. We cleaned out the beer coolers. Actually, we've done a deep clean at Club for Hundred, William. A deep clean, a pretty deep clean. We have cleaned out the coolers. We have cleaned out the kegerator. We have gotten. By the way, special thank to Scotsman, Scotsman, the Ice Company, the Ice Company, Courtney Lozar's father. He took care of us do we need
1: to do a larry spot for and
2: larry that? is going to be working the party too by the way
1: do we need to do a spot for larry you have one do we
2: did you surprise me with one no We should we should have one because yeah. a good party deserves great ice i, I just, just made it. that up man that's maybe good maybe that i could it. be the scotsman
1: guy a good party deserves great ice you know when we first started this podcast do you remember what we talked about no what we were gonna do oh it was gonna be all about what the fans cup fans fans and then we're like, you know what? We've got like a 1,000 people that are affiliated with Club 400. And how many have we actually had on? About three? I
2: know. That's why we saw Sarah here the other night for the volunteer meeting. And she said, when you had me on the podcast. Now was now, now, the time. Ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Flanagan. Flanagan.
3: Oh, well, Flanagan. hello. Flanagan. How are you doing?
2: I mean, she sounds way... Sexier than we do. Well, it's, we,
3: <laughs> well, we, I look it too. Yeah, we,
2: we we knew that going
1: into it for sure. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Welcome to the. This is your first time.
3: This is my first official Club Four Hundred podcast. What? I can't believe it. Have
1: you been on a podcast before?
3: I have actually. Okay. I, fell, I did a um, educational athletic directors podcast, and it was really cool. I got to promote my school and talk about what we do that makes things different. How I got into sports. Got to talk about my grandpa a ton, which was wow. really awesome. That's so, cool. Yeah.
2: We all know that Sarah is like, she's a diehard Cub fan for sure, but she is a diehard Bears fan also. She really loves her Bears. Well, thanks I to have, her grandpa. I have,
1: question, I have a whole questions for Sarah section oh, of you the do show. Oh, so
2: okay. We'll be addressing <laughs> some of those as we go here. <laughs> all right. I, I do want to talk about this because I uh, think that it needs to be addressed because if we're going to have a come a podcast and we're going to come up here and talk shit like we got to back up our stuff, and you know, last podcast we had, uh, we talked about should the Cubs be buyers or sellers, and we both said, I mean, I think you were more like they should be buyers. I was wavering. But you, you, you went sellers though, for the record. I did go sellers, yeah. and I went sellers, and I we were wrong. We were wrong. We were, I mean, we were dead wrong. I mean, they're right in this thing. I what, what, sir, I mean, sir, what do you think? Uh, do you think this team actually has? I mean, I, I, you know what, guys? I, I, I'm I, all about can we win the World Series, all right? And I just don't think, like, once you get out of the National League, you're, you're going to win the World Series. But anything could happen. We've seen it happen before. I was wrong. Most of you guys were right. I apologize. I will take take it all in, and I'm just going to try and enjoy the pennant race. So, I mean, I, I think they got a shan- chance now. if they can, Pitching can stay healthy and... But, Sarah, what's your thoughts on this team? Uh, I mean, I know you watch them. You have the Marquee Network. You're one of the few people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Actually, we don't have Marquee. So, I mean, the only place See, we you can watch a... it is out. And that's because, you know, they've made it not really accessible to everyone. So, I that's know. really a bummer. But, you know, of what I've seen and the highlights that I've seen, we've got young kids that are just excited about playing baseball. And isn't that what it's all about yeah. anyway? Like, you – Baseball is a fickle beast. It is a smart man's game. You really have to know what to do and situationally what to do. And I also think you also have to have short-term memory. And these kids, they make a mistake. They just move on. They have much better right. short-term memory than most of us do. And they don't sit there and dwell on it. It's like, okay, I missed that play. Let's go to the next one. And that they're really they're supporting each other. You can see that they love each other. And I think we don't talk about that enough in professional sports either. Like that is a big time component about athletics and how you were raised. And why does that end when you all of a sudden become paid to play? It right. should always yeah, be a part true. of sports. Well,
2: that's the truth. The Cubs are playing as a team, and you can see that they are – I mean, that's not. I'm not going to go about to the White Sox, but that's the opposite side of the end. You're talking about a team that's not getting along. That there's you know, factions and separations and groups on that team. Total disarray. Total disarray. I mean, Tim makes Anderson me so, Tim was crazy. Makes me so sad. And but yeah, Disarray
1: me, on the south side. And, and, Story of 10. I mean,
2: there's a difference. Where, you know, it does matter the um, – the type of people you put together, and is it going to work? Are those personalities going to uh, mix? And it, f- it feels like to me that, you know, th- this is a team here. This is a T-E-A-M. That means they're all all one, and they work together, and they they want to go out there, and they want to win first and foremost.
1: I don't know if you know this, but Stu was a spelling bee champion in fourth grade. I was. How would yeah. you know? T-E-A-M.
2: <laughs> team. I was a great speller, by the way. Uh, uh, what oh, ha- What happened? I said, I spelled it right.
1: I know, but what happened?
2: I, Garrity is the one with the spelling problem. If you're coming to the event, right, and you turn your ticket around, do not call. That's, that's not a spelling problem. That's a fact checker issue. <laughs> <laughs> Garrity is the worst speller I've ever met in my life. We have to check all his stuff. And then he writes, you know, you know, Whatever. Like, do you have an example? Like, I mean. Have,
1: J-A-V-E-Y.
2: Yeah, got a have. couple. I got. I remember when I went to go pick up the Stroman tickets, and I went there, and I picked up the Ryan Sandberg tickets. That was awesome. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All
1: right, so that's our first shout-out throwing somebody under the bus tonight. Sean Sorry, Terry, Sean. I don't, he don't listen anyways.
2: Yeah, I'm not Shaz- too worried.
3: Give Sean a pass. He's tired. He has a young new baby. Like yes, Sean, congratulations Sean, we
2: love Sean. You. congratulations, Sean. Yeah, and and then and, and, and I just have to bring this up. I mean, last week we started on a somber note. Unfortunately, we're going to start a little bit. I just want to make sure that we address this. Our good friend, who's a big part of the club, Bob Cashin. Um, he, he's uh, been going on some crazy stuff right now, and he lost his brother John Cashin, who was a friend of mine, at the age of fifty-two years old, heart attack. Um, but the day before that, or two days before that, his mom was in a severe car accident, and she's fighting for her life as we speak. Let's put it this way. They're going through a whole lot, and I know Cashin, uh, Bob is in Minnesota right now with his father, and uh, I know a lot of you guys have reached out to him personally, and I thank you for it, because this is a time when... Uh, our good friend bob needs your support and uh and i will have to say that you know Cashins are like the greatest people ever um and john was that way to me i've never i never had an issue with john he was always someone you wanted to be around i, I hung you know you have different groups at certain points in your life so that was like my high school group for a long time and um You know, we used to hang out with Jason Weisberger, a a great friend of ours from Breakers. That was, like, one of John's best friends, if not his best friend. So this touches our group in a a crazy way. And, obviously, the Cashin family and Sue Cashin lost uh, her her mother not too long ago. So they're going through a whole lot. And I just wanted to point it out that, uh, you know, I tell Bob, I've been calling him every day. And, like, I wish I could be there with him. But I'm sending love. And I hope you guys can do it, too, if you know him and you have his number. Now this would be a good time to reach out to him. So... Moving on, that, moving on from that, uh, but, oh, Bobby, we love you. If you're listening right now, we love you, and I love you, man. So uh, just hang in there, and uh, you're just going to have to take it day by day because when something like that happens to somebody, you don't know what to say. You know, There's nothing you can say. And Bob is a listener, so, yeah, we're thinking about that. Yeah, Bob, definitely. So. So. Love you,
1: Bob.
2: Hey, let's take a quick break, and when we come
1: back, let's talk about this upcoming event that we have in All right. nine days.
5: Salsa King of Chicago is a proud sponsor of the Iowa Cubs. You can pick up Salsa King of Chicago Salsa at all Jewel Osco and Illinois Fresh Time Market stores. You can also enjoy the Salsa King of Chicago Salsa during all Iowa Cup games at Principal Park. Salsa King of Chicago. Salsa so fresh, it's like you made it
1: yourself.
2: Salsa King, man. He's going to be here. He's going to be part of the party. Is
1: he bringing salsa is the question.
2: We're going to have a lot of Salsa King
1: here. You know what? He, if you bought a table, you, if you
2: sponsored and bought a table, you're gonna have unlimited, unlimited salsa.
1: chips and salsa. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just like uh, the Iowa Cubs game, unlimited chips and salsa.
2: Exactly. Yeah. We, we actually, we, we, I think we had to pay for it.
1: Oh well, it was still unlimited. <laughs> we were with the king. So it's, it's been r-
3: great seeing him at the uh, Crystal Lake uh, Farmers Market Dole on Sundays Mansion. at Dual Mansion. By what the way, a great you know farmers that Farmers Market, and he's got that's the up wine for a national award. Is it really? Yeah, that's and not that's just amazing. the state.
1: It's already won the best uh, farmers market in the state, and it's up uh, a national award, which means nothing to me because I've been to three farmers markets in my life, and all three of them were at the Dole this year. So I don't really have a lot to compare it to, but
3: it's pretty well, sweet. If you're looking for something to do on Sunday, Sunday too, Sunday, 10 Sunday. To 2. It was. It's a great time, and I love it. Good, always good running into people that you love. Yeah,
2: a lot no, of people you know. run into. Like we ran into the Flanagan's on Sunday. Yeah. And, the, and they had a road trip from hell, huh, Sarah? Two the, breakdowns on the yeah, way? Yeah,
3: we moved our oldest uh, to Columbia, Missouri. He's transferred to Mizzou. And on our drive down there, uh, the car broke down not once, but twice. Mm. Two phone calls, two roadside assistance, two tow trucks, two mechanics, et cetera. All things that you couldn't have predicted. I mean, the car's great now, but hopefully it'll be done getting repaired today, but Thank God we were all together because I can't imagine him going through that on the road by himself.
2: Brian, he was pretty he was pretty tame over there. He's sitting over there quiet right now. He calm. He's got no Brian, beer. He's Brian just looking at his cell phone.
3: Collected. He was like he was got like, something
2: over there. Whatever. Do. This
3: kid can handle it. I'm like, okay. Well, can you can you soothe the uh, panicked mother over here? You know, but speaking of zoo did you guys
2: hit that
1: lazy river in the um, workout place?
3: Uh, no, so they have well, that incredible? a state-of-the-art uh, rec center for these kids that has an indoor pool and a lazy river and all... At the Scouts. Ca- I mean, at the There's college, like yes. four
1: um, workout rooms that play like different vibes of music. Like one's totally quiet, one's like dance music ones like rock you know and stuff like that so you can go into whichever one whatever mood you're in as far as the music and stuff it's crazy
3: well and this kid is living in a campus apartment that has a rooftop pool complete with a bar and a free workout facility so college living has changed a little bit since our day
1: (laughs) no wonder these kids are in so much debt when they come out right or they're
3: staying for (laughs) fifth years and sixth years because they don't don't want to leave that's Why the re- real life yeah. and Wilder,
1: no doubt.
2: I wonder if Brian's looking forward to getting his new picture with Joe Madden, huh? Because that's going to be a good one. Joe Madden and Costanza. That's going to be a good. One. I don't know. Joe Joe Madden and that seem to go together pretty I well. I think
3: Joe might try and do it with you. Oh, babe. oh that my would yeah. We could have that a would ride by be epic. That would be. We're supposed we to can totally do it. For oh, sure. that would be great.
1: Blown up an autograph poster size. That would be great.
3: I know all the ladies listening are jealous that I have so many Brian Flanagan Costanza photos, oh but I really do. I have them everywhere <laughs> in front of the Magic Kingdom, on wow. top of uh, the Green Monster. All kinds East of stuff. Boston. Wait, I've been there for them. a while. We've them. got them everywhere. On
1: top of the Green Monster.
3: Oh, yeah. We, that oh, was that, was that was a dangerous was, shot. That was a dangerous <laughs> shot, but we got it. We're pros now. Wow.
2: And by the way, they've never drank Jägermeister since either one of them. I was down there with them when that happened. Interesting. Brian's shaking his head. Yep. Never done it again.
3: He's actually starting to dry heave a little bit now. He just said <laughs> Jaeger.
2: <laughs> you you know about that? Oh uh, yeah, uh, we went and watched the uh, Lo- Logan Paul was it Logan Paul fight?
1: No, it was Jake Paul. Jake Paul, I got it mixed up. Yeah.
2: Jake Paul, that was a great fight, wasn't it, William?
1: Yeah, I can't remember who he fought, but it was great.
2: Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz, Nick your Diaz. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was your guy. So, anyways, next week is it? I just we want to have this podcast before man. And if you're coming to the event, we're going to try to give you guys some information. But first of all, I want to thank our sponsors, all right? Because um, for this party, we have some great sponsors. And, you know, sometimes we get sponsor- sponsors, sometimes we don't. I think the uh, Special Olympics Illinois is a great cause, and a lot of people want to jump on board. So I just wanted to name some of them here. Our main ones, Nationwide Insurance.
1: Nationwide is on uh, side.
2: Jeff Vukovic will be here, by the way. Sweet. And he's bringing Woody, Luke. and he's bringing Woody. Awesome. And he's bringing another 1984 Cub. He, his name is Tim Sodder. We've been Stoddard. here before, and we love Tim. Tim's yes. great. Tim's a great man, an unbelievable guy. Which he coaches with Vuk all summer long. So they get out like they just they had their last game last week. So now I'll get to see Vuk a little bit more time at the ballpark. Woody uh, for the pennant race. Did I just say pennant race, Sarah? You did. Oh, my gosh. I heard you. Wow. Write it down. I mean, I went to or. Wrigley Field the other day. The first time I was – I went with the family. I went with Lisa and Lauren. It was the last – it was the last home, game of the homestand. What was it? No, oh, it was Sunday. Anyways, it was the first time I ever went to Wrigley Field in a very long time, and I was just so excited to watch the Cubs, you know, and they're just – I mean, what, 13 out of 15? I think it was – they went on some kind of major yeah. tear yeah. like that, and – and you know what? I don't. We don't have the tape right now, but I did predict Justin Steele to be Cy Young Award winner before it. It was cool. I did post it on Twitter. You did before you did. he even you were you were you going to the All Star
1: game at yeah. one point, if I recall. So
2: we, we got up. But Nationwide Insurance, Tim Stider will be here. Patel Septic, they have always took care of us. Thank you so much, uh, Randy Voss of um, uh, Airway Freight. He's, uh, taking care of, he's, uh, we, we called that one feed the family. So he's paying for all the food that evening. So you're going to oh, know Randy, Randy before the end of the night. I promise you that, uh, MK mechanical, my good guy, Rick DeLuga has bought all the drinks for everybody that night. So we're going to, you'll get meet Rick, um, one of our good friends, um, from what was I going to say? I don't know. I'm losing my touch here. Uh, our good friends, Eddie clone. Um, Got his company involved and Pilar is uh, one of our sponsors too. And what they do is they do like um, uh, movable offices that you can, you know, like you see them at airports and so so forth and on. So Pilar donated a lot of money to us. All those guys did. And they're going to help us break the all time record of 66,000 bucks. That's going to happen that night it's so, like uh, the fourth time you've predicted that. This better come true. This, I know. I will look like a fool, but the numbers look good to me. So. I feel
3: really good about it. I think this is the cause that it's going to happen. I yeah. really do. Special Olympics of Illinois and Special Olympics all across the country, they do such great work, um, both for the Special Olympics athletes, but also for their families. And just to be around them and be around those events, like this is the one. This is the one yeah. that's going to do it. Club 400 is going to uh, help them in so many ways with this donation, and we're going to break that 66000 Easily. With, easily. Before we even start the live auction, I'm, yeah. I'm calling it.
2: So we have, uh, I just want to bring on some of the guests we have. Joe Kilgallen will be our host with the most, man. And so uh, it'll be great to see Joe. I saw him last weekend at Wrigley Field. Very excited to him. John Vincent will be singing our national anthem. He hasn't been out in a while.
1: No, it's been a
3: while.
2: So we're looking forward to seeing John. He's worked with you, sir, hasn't he? Or no, you worked with Wayne. I I know that.
3: Yeah, I've had Wayne out. I've also had uh, Jim Cornelison from the Blackhawks out. But I did try and get John to come out by me, and he's booked that day. So I'm going to try again later. But I'm looking forward to seeing him and making sure we can connect calendars.
2: And I got John. He doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't think he does. In fact, I know he doesn't. But I did buy John a present. I bought him a black Club 400 Travis Matthews hat. Nice. Because he only wears black hats. Yeah, he does. So i never seen him wearing another hat besides So I was like, I got to get him a black hat. So I got him a black hat. So anyways, uh, Jody, Jody Davis will be here. Bob Dernier, the Gold Glove winner in 1984 will be here. Those guys are going to be signing autographs as you walk in. So that'd be awesome. That's great. Pete's diary will be jamming music as you walk in. So let me set the stage. You're going to drive to Lake in the Hills and you're going to park your car. You're going to, by the way, you will get a, a letter... Uh, coming via email that gives you timelines of what's going on and what group you're going to be in for your pictures. And we're going to tell you about everything. And one of the main things is you're going to, if you're coming to the event, you will get an email and you will get a couple links. And we want you to sign up for the auction page. Um, not only can you buy um, our items that we have for sale there, but you can also uh, start bidding on some of the great items that we have. And we have awesome, we, we talk about Bill Watts, we talk about all the great people that uh, we have so many great. Items. I was one thing I was worried about. Like, do we have enough items? Do we have enough great items? The answer is yes. We have really cool items, guys. I'm always happy about that when we do events here. I like like let's okay, I'm gonna tease one right now. I'm gonna tell you what it is, all right. And I can't say everything about it because I just had a meeting about it today. You and your family are going to get to go to where all the Cubs statues are made and you are gonna get a full tour. Sweet of the studio.
1: That's awesome. That's amazing. By the sculptor.
2: By the sculptor, Lou Sella. And this will happen sometime next year. And whatever projects he may be working on that time, you'll get a sneak peek. That's all I can say. That is unique in itself right there. And I will tell you this. I got the opportunity to go to Lou Sella's studio and I loved every minute of it. I loved it so much. I called Lou and asked him if I could bring my mom to see it. Which he gladly approved of that, and I brought Lisa and Lauren, and it was funny because we went into a room, and he just opens up the door, and there's a big sheet over the big body, but then he goes, "Take a guess who that is," and then he, and he he didn't have the head on it, but Kobe Bryant. Mm. It hasn't been delivered to Staples Center I thought you were going to say the fridge, the way you no, were describing Col- it. No, Kobe the big Bryant in a big but body, but they didn't have his head on there. It was like, but I was like, that is amazing. I'm seeing the statue before the statue is released. You know, That's I got a cool. sneak peek at it. That's really. So cool. I'm obviously going to be at the Staples Center. It's at so some funny point.
1: every time we go on the road to wherever and and um, we go look for at the statues. The one you can tell in two seconds, the ones he didn't do, they're just oh. junk. Oh yeah, They're yeah, terrible. easily. St. Louis, it's right. boring, but you know. Oh crappy statues too
2: so uh, you, you you bought your tickets and we're very thankful for that um and i i, I can tell you this that all your money that you bought for your tickets is going to special olympics and that's because of our sponsors so thank you guys so much for that i uh, and you know what we are a 501 c, c to x right off and you know i was thinking about it today as we uh oh, we were had our volunteer meeting sunday night uh sunday yeah, sunday night and we passed around the lineup card and it's beautiful It came out awesome. I'm really proud to have that. It has our first ever exclusive Club 400 item, and you also get a copy of Joe Mann's book. So basically, uh, you're going to get something in the mail. It's going to tell you uh, how to park, and uh, if you have any older people with you, please drop them at the front door. You're going to check in by your last name. Please have all the parties for all the people that you bought tickets for with you. That's going to make it a lot easier. Um, You give your name. You're going to get a lanyard, um, and inside that lanyard, This is some new news here. There is a coin in there, okay? That coin is going to... Real solid gold. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a gold coin. This is a coin, though, okay? This is a coin that'll be in there. And basically, at the end of the night, when the party is over, after the Joe Man Q&A, after the auctions are over... When you leave, we don't want you carrying your book around or your scorecard or your swag bag. We got other stuff in there. You will give that coin to Deb, who you checked in with. Deb and Scott, the people that checked you in are going to check you out, and they're going to give you your swag bag to go. That's how it's going to work. So when you come down the side of the house, you'll be able to come in the basement. At about 645, we're going to clear the basement, bring Joe Madden out here, and um, bring him down in the basement, give him a quick tour. Then we're going to bring him out to you guys. And we're going to start the opening ceremonies, like I said, uh, national anthem, uh, a couple we got a couple kids, uh, athletes that are going to speak, and um, it's going to be kick kick start tonight at seven thirty to nine o'clock, uh, eight thirty. we're going to do pictures. Billy Bob's pig roast will be here. and I kind of want to lay it out too, you guys know so you know what we're serving we' obviously serving wine. We are going to have a tent that's serving old style lights, white claw. And Mike's Hard Lemonade, okay. And then one of the, then we're having a Crystal Lake Brewery Bar that's going to serve. Brand, I got breaking news. Club 400 in the new modern day Romeo beer. Mm. Club 400.
0: 400. There we go. Sip sip. sip. sip is a beer for all nine innings. Take me out to the ball game. This crisp, easy drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans, this baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master, Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six pack today, and please remember to drink responsibly.
1: Beer Master Ryan Clooney.
2: And we're once I get done with all this stuff, we can talk normal. But there's certain things I got to get across here, okay? Oh, we
1: can talk normal. Then? Yeah, I mean, I, there's
2: certain things I got in your head? dialed in that we got to get you in can, here. You got to get it out of your head and out of the mic. So we're gonna Still have on a, the mic. So we're gonna have two bars outside, okay? We're gonna have one that actually we're gonna have three bars outside, three. So we're going to have one bar that serves White Claw, Hard Lemonade, and Old Style Light. The bar, when you exit the basement, is going to have Club 400 Lager and Old Style on draft. It'll also have some cans there of uh, the seltzer, too, and some wine there, too. On the other, the the Club 400... Tent will be Club 400 beer and sip, sip, hooray! Inside will be Club 400 and also Old Style. That's where the beers are going to be at. There'll be water and pop outside. Uh, food will be served pretty much right when you get here. We are going to have pizza delivered at nine, nine o'clock for the Q and A for Joe Madden. But like I said, you're going to get all this stuff in the mail. You're going to get all this stuff in your email inbox really soon. Most important thing I asked you guys is this is when you go out the tickets and we're so thankful for it. Thank you very much. Please enroll on our auction site. So it'll be really easy. If you win the bid, you don't, you know, you will know, automatically be charged your credit card and you just walk out that item at the end of the night. We're trying to simplify things because trust me, we've done these events so many times. The hardest part is the very end when the auctions close and there's money that need to be handed over. So yeah, we made the tough decision because we've done it one way our whole entire time and we're worried about transferring over to the, now the digital system but that's where Everything's going right now, and it's going to make our checkout a lot easier, especially with us having to give those bags to you. And so, there's a lot going on. So, more importantly, I want you guys. Oh, uh, by the way, all our um, thank you to our our, our unbelievable volunteer team. They created. They're going to be creating T-shirts with the QR code on the back. So we're going to have the QR code everywhere, and then you're going to get notified if you sign up and you put your credit card in there and you bid for something and you get outbid, you'll get a text. So yeah, so check it out. Check out all the items. You will get that link, auction link, with the uh, letter that tells you everything that we just kind of went over, so... I just wanted to talk about that, and I wanted to talk to you about this. How could you help us raise more money at Special Olympics? Obviously, bid on our silent and live auctions, and then go to our Club 400 tent. Uh, The merch tent will be right where it normally is, right in the middle of the house in the back. And what we're going to have, we have some new items. We have our uh, Joe Madden event T-shirts. We have our new Club 400 polyester shirts similar to the Salsa King. Uh, We have new water bottles. We have new hats. We only have 25 of each. Travis Matthews, one white, one gray. Make sure you buy those right away. And we're going to have um, some uh, obvious shirts from prior parties. And we're going to have, uh, if you're not at Club 400, if I'm not really, you're not at Club 400, we're going to have our. Jager shirts, nice. William. So we're going to have a lot of stuff. There's going to be a lot going on. I promise you, you will not be bored. And I was thinking today, and I, we'll get p- past the business part of this podcast, but I was thinking today, as we're getting ready for this party and putting it together, and like $200, right? $200, what do you get for $200? We already sold the tickets, but I'm just saying, I, I'm a big guy on win-win situations. You get Joe Man autographed, copied book. You get a limited edition Well, you can only get it here at Club 400. And like I said, you're going to take it home and you're going to love it. I'm going to frame mine with my picture with Joe Madden. That's what I'm going to do. And um, you're going to get some other stuff in there. We got some really cool giveaways that we're going to put in your bag. And some people are going to get different stuff. It just depends on what the quantity we got of different things. Uh, And then you're going to get food and drinks for, you know, the whole entire time. You're going to get two Q&As. Too. Bob Dernier and Jody Davis are going to be doing a Q&A with Paul Johnson, our good friend Paul Johnson. And then, obviously, Ron Coomer doing a Q&A at 9 o'clock. It's going to be a blast. It really is. I'm excited about it. And, Sarah, you've been here since day one. You've been here since Carrie Wood event pretty much when we first had – yeah, well, that was our first big event, uh, the first one we went public with. And uh, you've seen Club 400 grow throughout the years. You've been almost to every party and – uh How excited are you about this one, personally?
3: Oh, my gosh. This one is so exciting, not just because here we are back in the club, getting the band all back together, getting to meet some new people that have heard about Club 400 and are finally getting to come for the first time, but I think the cause is just, it's near and dear to my heart, and so it's really important that we focus on the cause the whole night and we just really come together. You're going to meet some of these exceptional athletes, and I'm telling you, your heart is going to swell through your chest, and and they just love what they do. So I I can't even express how excited I am. This cause is very special to me. I have a dear friend who is my age. We were born in the same year. Um, His father is actually one of my grandfather's best friends, and uh, Robbie has Down syndrome, and he is still alive and working today, and he has been a national champion for Special Olympics and gymnastics. And he's just an amazing, amazing human being, and my life is different because of him, and so I'm just really excited to do something here at Club 400 to give back to Special Olympics, because it's just a super, super association for these kids.
1: I do have one question for you. You were talking about the auction and the whole online thing, and Congratulations, by the way, for being so organized for this. It was this pretty party. long-winded, it's wasn't pretty, I, it? It was long-winded, <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> fell asleep twice, but no, I'm just kidding. No, the question is, can people who aren't coming to the party bid on yeah. the election thing? So we what should probably point do, that out because we're, yes. we're probably going to have a million listeners when they see the picture of Sarah. Well,
2: we are that. the number one podcast. Like you, you, we, you see Are that? we really that the that number one podcast? Stat. That's not true. Uh, I think is the number one podcast. Danny Rockett's the number one podcast. no. You're going to make those guys mad now. I know. How about Cubs Insider or those guys? No,
1: we get more downloads than all of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think Crowley would disagree, bro. <laughs> uh,
1: well, you know, he's he's backed by the big behemoth, too, and we're not. But, you know, how does it feel to be number two, Crowley?
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you guys, I, I just want to let you know like I uh, came up with a, a new marketing plan. Um so, the, so you guys know this, like, you know, we, back in the day, we, we, now we, we learn a lot as we go. And like, we used to, we just got stuck with so many event t-shirts that, ne- you know, after events over there, they're no good. I mean, they're obviously fun to wear. I, I still wear a lot of mine, you know, but, um, you know, if you're not at that event, then it's not really that good. So I. What I decided to do is, uh, for every event going forward, I'm going to produce a certain amount of limited edition, quality, really good quality uh, Club 400 products, because those are hard to come by, and you know you might pay a little bit more, like for the Travis Matthews hats. That's um, it's a project that I've worked on for so long, and it just it's so busy, never got to it. But uh, Think Inc. Uh, out of Crystal Lake, I'm working with them, I bought the hats, they provide the patches, and they, had, they could patch the hats, so... Yeah, we had to buy the hats, and we had to buy the patches, and then we have to pay um, for uh, you know the labor that goes. You should trademark trip.
1: that saying too. Patch the hats. Patch the hats. Patch the hats.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so our Travis Matthews hats are the limited edition items for this party, A- and, and the water bottles. I personally think you should get one of those uh, polyester shirts. They're kind of like, like the salsa kings. We just got you one of those. You finally got your size. I know it's great. So.
1: It's fantastic.
2: I had to wear one two sizes too small and
1: I, I wasn't feeling comfortable.
4: Oh.
2: I know.
3: You need to embrace your body, William.
2: I, thank you. Brian, why don't you come <laughs> over here? Because you know what? I got to go to a meeting tonight.
1: Hey, let's uh, take a not quick break. Not that kind of meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what... <laughs> We're not on the same plane, okay. I don't think. Let's take a quick break and then when we come back, we're going to learn a little bit more about Sarah Flanagan.
2: Yeah.
0: Are you looking for something that is completely unique for your home, business, or event? Amanda at Letters from Elliot offers one-of-a-kind items that are highlighted with hand-lettered calligraphy and illustration. Whether you are looking for wedding or event items with a personal touch, gifts that are engraved, or a business logo, Letters from Elliot creates designs for nearly any occasion, specializing in event and commercial signage as well as hand engraving. For more information, go to Letters from Elliot That is Elliot with two L's and two T's.
2: We love Amanda Elliot. She just helped fulfill two auction winners last year who bid on the condo and the Maker's Mark room. Mm. So we fulfilled our good friend Rod Crandall was just there uh, last Saturday. Had a great time at the Maker's Mark Club. Saw Jimmy. So uh, yeah, you know, bid on our stuff, man. that, that That was a thousand bucks. They have the condo right by Wrigley Field, two parking spots, and two tickets to the Makers Mart Club. You can sleep in the same bed that the great Stu
1: McVicker sleeps in.
2: I'll change the sheets first for you. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, we have Sarah Flanagan, and she is our guest, and she has heard me talk way too much. I'd like to listen to her talk a little bit, William.
1: Yeah, let's ask her some questions. Let's get to learn a little bit more about Sarah Uh, About our
2: hospitality hosts with the most. Yeah, Yeah. thank
1: you. Some questions are going to be easy, some are going to be a little bit more... Challenging for you. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. To be in the hot seat? Okay. Bring
2: it. To, don't you have like an intro for her being on the hot seat, by the way? <laughs> no. I mean, come on, man. No,
1: but I will for the next show. Okay. You always do. You got that.
2: some surprises, don't you? you like tonight. Do I that. mean, you busted out the brand new commercial for Radio al- Roof I know. So.
1: You always do that, though. <laughs> you like, you don't have a thing for that? <laughs> no. Think about what you're going to say like five minutes before the show, not during it. Anyway. This is about you, Sarah. This is Aww. not about Stu's shortcomings. Um, <laughs> that look, Which there are many of <laughs> That look was priceless. When did you become a Cubs fan?
3: Oh, I, I don't know a time when I wasn't a Cubs fan. Really? You know, I, it's one of those things for most of us, especially in this area. If you grew up here, you're just born into it, you know? I can remember being little and going to uh, my grandfather's house, my dad's dad's house. And I don't know exactly where this home was. But to me as an adult now, I think it was down off of I-90 where you look down and you see all those houses side by side and the garages in the back. And I don't know if that's actually the neighborhood, but that's what the house looked like. It had one of those doors um, on the wall that was your mailbox, you know. And I would – there wasn't a lot to do there. You know, as a little girl, not a lot to do. They got WGN and that was it on their television. So when I would get bored, I'd just, you know – take my coloring books or whatever I had with me up to my grandma and grandpa's bed and I would sit and watch WGN and what was on Cubs games you know and that and you hear Harry's voice and you see you know these great players and you hear these names and you know I that's just a part of my life and then there's also a connection with my dad and my um uncle my uncle Pete is a Lutheran minister up in Wisconsin and my dad and my uncle Pete are incredibly hilarious when they're together and they can talk Cubs games that they watched when they were children like they just happened yesterday. Mm. And then they throw in their own commentary, almost like they were the ones that were doing the play-by-play, and they throw in their own color commentary, which, as a Lutheran minister, you wouldn't think he had some of those – uh, vernaculars in his brain but he sure does and you should
1: record that sometime. <laughs> you know
3: it's it's quite a little
1: handheld you could use you okay know, i will i will that.
3: work on that for you but there, you know and it's just a connection is so when you sit with them and talk with them that's really it always reverts back to those childhood conversations um so yeah I, that's that's it i've always been you know so yes. i'm quite confident when it became you know 2016 and I got done being at the uh, rally after they won the series, and I had to hop on a plane to go to Arkansas because uh, I was judging a cheerleading competition that weekend. Of course, I hopped on the plane in my Cubs argyle pants and my Cubs sweatshirt. By the way, we my, gotta talk
2: about her beautiful outfits that she oh, has. I know. So. Go ahead. I'm not, oh, you off yeah.
3: So I get off the plane in Arkansas, and some stranger. Oh. Fairweather fan. I'm like, dude, yeah. you don't buy these expensive pants if you are a fairweather fan. Like, that just does not happen. And so, you know, it's just that kind of thing. I've, I don't know my life without being a Cubs fan.
1: Nice. Oh, well, who's your favorite player all time?
3: That's so hard now because I've really gotten to meet some of these guys, which now kind of sways your opinion, right? Because if you see them on TV, they don't, they're not necessarily a person. When you meet right, them, well, then, they become a person. Then, so then I'll make I it a two-parter.
1: No, we'll make it a two-parter. Your favorite all-time player like to watch and stuff, and then your favorite current player, maybe right. that you've so, met.
3: So I have to go with Sammy. Okay. Yeah! Because, because Sammy. I... Sammy. Sammy. Um, the summer between graduating college and getting a grown-up job, I was a self-proclaimed beecher blonde... Bleacher Bum? Bleacher Bum. <laughs> right Thanks field you know. or left field, sir. Bleacher Bum. I was
2: in left field. Left field. hmm Bleacher Jeff um, over there. I w-
3: Actually, I have a picture with Bleacher Jeff from- No way. In 1998. Really?
1: I do. I do. We might need to get our hands on so, Well,
2: you're in high school it. sweethearts, right, with your husband there, Brian? So he Bleacher we, Jeff never had a chance because it kind of got the same frame, don't they?
3: We were on a break <laughs> at that time. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, so I was I was out there in the bleachers, and that was, of course, when the Mark McGuire-Sammy Sosa um, home run race was going on. It was awesome. And um, there was the day – I don't know if you remember this. They put a big banner out in left field that said something like, thank you, Sam, or something about Sosa. It was Sammy Sosa Day, and he went running around the stadium. And the very next week in the center of the Sports Illustrated, there is a picture of – Right field, and I am right on the scene nice. of the Sports Illustrated right next to this staple in the magazine. But you can't really see who I am because what am I doing. I'm holding a camera up in front of my face <laughs> to take a picture of him running by. But... You know, so uh, I got to say Sammy because that's, you know, that's lasting memories of I mean, Yeah, she's dating herself. I hold, I
2: got, I'm holding up a camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> was,
3: it was a camera with legit film in that you <laughs> had to Polaroid. turn. It. it didn't have a screen on it. I didn't know if it was any Ooh. good or not to get developed. Uh, like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, okay, so now part two, I assume, is since I've met players, I got to go with Schwartz. I really now that's a really hard. And I, I know the rest of you that have been here are all listening and sitting on the edge of your seat. And I, I love many, many of you, but I thought Kyle was just so sweet and kind and very humble. And then even being at games later and making sure I made eye contact like a creeper fan, but I would have a club 400 logo somewhere and he'd give you the thumbs up or he'd, you know, he'd see my boys out in, uh, when we were out in uh, Pittsburgh watching that we did a road trip out there and we sat right out in that field and here comes Schwerbs and he sees Charlie with his sign that says Club 400's everywhere and gives him the, you know, you know, acting like he's not really seeing it, but we know he saw it. Yeah, right, right, So right, now right. I, gotta, I gotta say Schwerbs just for that.
1: He did almost get married in the backyard too. Do you remember that? Uh,
3: we did try to do that. I know. I know. Joe was like, I'm ordained. I'll just get up and do it right, right. now. Right.
1: <laughs> And I think his fiance was like, "Yeah, we should." And then right. I think he was like, yeah, <laughs> "Yeah, but none of my family's here. <laughs>
3: right? It might cause a problem." Yeah,
1: that was fun though. That yeah, a great, that was a good night. A, yeah. Those are both good picks. Yeah. I approve of both
2: of those. Picks, well, and oh, it's hard to say because I,
3: I thought Zobrist was amazing yeah, to me. Yeah. I thought, and I, you know, that horrible news about Ben's world being turned upside down came out the day after he was here. Right, and he was such a pro. Oh, he was People, yeah. people were complimenting. Uh, his other half at the time it, over and over again. And he was just so great. She was like, I'll make sure to tell her. And then the very next day we found out that there was no longer that connection. In his enough life, time has passed, needed.
1: right? Where we had, we had the, uh, the song that she sang, his walk up song.
3: Oh, that was the worst. That was queued up. Needed,
1: ready to go. Oh, oh, he needed
3: <laughs> to, he needed to not have that be his walk up. Oh, I know but when they were together, that was just awful. I
1: know, but it was queued up <laughs> and we got the memo that, She wasn't coming. I think he
2: mouthed something like turn that fucking shit (laughs) off,
3: (laughs) something
1: something like that.
3: Oh god, yeah, but I mean we've had such great we've had great guests here and great connections, and they've all been lovely. And uh, you know who I didn't expect to really like was um, uh, Pedro Strope. Yeah, Mm. and a lot of that had to do with his. And and he
2: wasn't supposed to be here. Remember? Remember he was supposed to be, uh, Elmoises Salou. Remember?
1: Oh, Nick.
2: Moises, no, Moises oh. Lou was supposed to come here and he dropped out, and then Pedro stepped in for him.
1: Who? Yeah, who doesn't like Pedro? Was it Nick? Nick yeah.
2: Sheridan Nick don't Sheridan like Pedro. Doesn't that like Nick Pedro. Sheridan will be at the Madden party? I just talked Excellent. to him. So, yeah.
3: But I will tell you, Pedro. I know you're listening. You were lovely. Yeah, so he's much definitely fun to listening. He was amazing, amazing, Pedro.
2: Dominican Republic.
1: Yeah, he's great. He was awesome. Yeah. So you've been at almost every party since this started. As Stu mentioned earlier, what are your, like, let's say, top three Club 400 moments? It doesn't have to be here. It can be
2: anywhere. It doesn't have to be the party either.
1: It could be, like, the Cincy side boob. Or it could be anything. It could be anything. You choose.
3: I think... Um, We're not
1: going to lead you down a road. No, <laughs>
3: no, no. No leading the answer to that question at all. One of my favorite... Memories actually is from the bus trip, and we talked about this the other day. Um, We were on our way home, so everybody had had quite quite a bit of fun. Everybody was completely dehydrated, as you can imagine. We stopped to get some food and some waters and such, and we were driving through Indiana on a Sunday, so the only thing you can buy is soda and a water. You cannot hear the dog there. And uh, you two, William and Stu, you were walking back to the bus, and you were the last two to load the bus after everybody had bought their snacks and everything and my husband Brian starts doing commentary as if you two are in a NASCAR race with each other walking up the road and it's like oh William's gonna take him on the outside oh Rubbin's racing oh this dude bumps into him and takes the inside rail like I mean I don't even know what else he said and probably none of that is a racing term but it was so funny the the people in the bus that were having their own quiet conversations stopped talking to hear what else Brian was saying. Mm. And I wish I wish I had the wherewithal to get something out and record it because it was So do I. It was quite I re- hilarious. And I'm I sorry like I that, that you guys didn't hear it because <laughs> yeah. it was it was quite hilarious.
4: Yeah.
3: Um I gotta say my favorite might have been after um, we got the news about John getting to play the organ at Wrigley. Yeah. And he came here and played for us. And I mean, I was I was like a proud auntie. I had tears just running down my face and yeah. I'm so proud to know him and it's so fun to watch awesome journey. people, you know, live their dream come true. I mean, what a cool thing. And by did he or did he not crush the College World Series? He
2: did. I wow. mean, he
3: was getting so much pub for his. I was
2: wondering if they're trying to steal him away for a while.
3: I mean, he just, he he lit it up. You know, he was so good. So, I mean, those are two really proud moments. Um, he did
1: big time us after that, by the way. He won't come <laughs> back on the show, but go ahead.
3: Sean, I love you. Yeah, we all love you, um, Gosh, one more, a third one. I actually think it has to be the night we met you, to. Yeah, Uh, we met Brian and I met Stu on Jimmy Wydilla's recommendation. Jimmy had been here for your opening after the construction was done and said, saw us at our house and he knows that we're big sports fans like, oh, my gosh, you guys, you have to meet this guy. His basement's amazing. And you know, the same thing like all of us. When we tell somebody about Club 400, we're like, it's the most amazing sports basement you've ever seen. And people are like, yeah, whatever. I, my friend has right. a sports basement. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah they okay. Don't. No, I they was, don't. <laughs> yep. I was also that jerk that said something similar. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see. And then all of a sudden, we're at Home Bar to see Modern Day Romeo's on a rare date night. It was
2: actually their DVD release party. It was their DVD yeah, release yeah. party.
3: Yeah. And Stu walks in, and I can see Jim up on the stage. And he knows where we are because Jim drove us there. And he sees Stu walking in, and he jumped off the stage, like grabbed Stu and grabbed Brian by the shirt, and like pulled them together. And it was like you've been best yeah. friends ever since. They and drove so me home that night. Uh, uh, <laughs> we, we shared Uber, <laughs> that's for sure.
2: That didn't take long.
4: It <laughs> <laughs> escalated quickly,
3: and, uh, and you haven't been able to get rid of us ever since. So oh. I think that's wh- that's really what it is. Is that yeah? You know, the parties are awesome, and the the charity is by far the best part to be a part of. But then it's the friendships and the family that we've all built to together and we don't all necessarily get together for sunday dinner but when we do get together it's like we see each other every day and it's awesome
1: jim is the one that actually got me in here as well which is interesting
2: yeah yeah Yeah, we've told that story except
1: yeah except he didn't show up but when i was supposed to meet him here he didn't show up so i had to come sounds like him but yeah no it was all good All right, now it gets hot. Now we're going to turn the heat up a little bit here. Who's your least favorite person in Club 400?
3: (laughs) (laughs) This Uh, is is easy. It's Crawley when he takes his shirt off and is all sweaty rubbing up on people. Crawley, keep your shirt on. I know you think it's funny. It's gross.
1: Did you
2: see him? I love him, He just loves his shirt off. Did you
1: see him? uh, He has been
2: working out lately, so he's getting a little fluby. Courtney's
1: birthday party on the tubing thing, the pictures that they posted.
3: He did have a shirt on. He showed up and didn't have any clothes. He had to borrow clothes. He borrowed clothes,
1: yeah, and he had a shirt on for approximately two minutes. I heard (laughs) in one of the pictures they got him with a shirt. I
3: can accept that because you're in a tube in water, Carly. I love you. You do, you you, man.
1: So this is clearly, you know, a Cubs-based, you know, program here. But we do need to get your your outlook for the 2023 Chicago beloved Bears. How do you think they're going to do this year?
3: I, you know what? I think they're going to be fun to watch. I think they showed signs last year of being in positions where they could win. Are we going to be 500? I hope so. Are we going to be in a position where we can win the game in the last two minutes? I think so. We're going to score points. That I know are we going to be able to stop the other team from scoring points? I'm not sure. Right. And I think that's, that's a lot of it. I can already see them gelling. I can already see these young kids really stepping up for each other and talking the good things about them. Some of that I'm sure is coached. I know they have media relations. Like this is not something they're just going to go out and rip, you know, their linemen or whatever they've got going on. But I'm excited to watch. I love seeing a new crop of young kids. They're just wanting to play and let's see what happens. And you know, and again, I think football is the same way. It's a fickle sport. It takes one injury for the best team in the league to go down, and everybody else all of a sudden has an opportunity to step up. It also only takes one injury for that backup number three to finally get their shot, and all of a sudden you have an emerging superstar. So I, you know, I, I'm hopeful, just like we all are on year one. I mean, you know, of course that. One hundredth season, which we were all excited for, went down in a hot pile of dog shit, and I'm like, "Really?" Like... Was that
1: the double doink year?
3: <laughs> I think that was the way the year ended, the, the previous year. year okay. Because that I was here football, for the double doink. By that, the way, that football came right. Oh, was at that game? My sister and I. You were couldn't there. have been.
2: Yeah, I was at the double doink game. No,
1: you weren't, because I was here in your basement, and I went to been here by myself. Or would I have? Mm.
2: I swear I was at the double no, nine game. I don't
1: game. think so. No, you had people over here that day. But That
3: poor kid. Can I just Maybe Cody, maybe you're Parkey, right. I yeah, hope you I've seen a lot of bad
2: Bears games <laughs> so it could have been something else. <laughs> I don't know.
3: <laughs> Another one. I hope Cody Parkey has I'm been gonna left go with own alone you. and he can just go kick a football and people leave him alone. It can happen.
1: So the last question I have with Sarah Flanagan on the hot seat today. You've been is,
2: pretty easy uh, on her, actually. I
1: know. I know I have. I thought maybe the one who don't you like from Club yeah. 400 is gonna was going to. You know, she's
2: going to breeze past that one. Yeah. I it's figured. kind of a soft
1: one. Yeah. Um. What is one thing that the people. I got one last question. Oh, you can I, have it after mine. No, after yours. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, one thing that nobody would know about you from Club 400.
2: Oh, good one.
3: What is, well, I I think the automatic assumption is that Brian and I have been together since we were 16, because we are high school sweethearts. We did go to prom together and all of those things, but there's seven years in between mm. high school and reconnecting that we don't talk about. Ah.
1: <laughs> With each um, other or in the public?
3: We were, we were not together then. Mm. Um... I have two other engagements that clearly I did not marry either one of those people. Yeah. And both times.
2: You think right now would be a good time to tell Brian about me and you or no?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's two. <laughs> it's two is one of them.
2: <laughs> Now's the
1: perfect time. Have we set that up well or not.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. Sorry, Lisa. <laughs>
4: yeah. um,
3: no, but you know, and both times I happen to be in town and, Wherever I was out and about, Brian was, and here he walks up to me and, like, a smug jerk in his twenties, is like, "You're not going to marry that guy," and I'd be like, "You got to go away. I'm, ooh, go. I'm, I'm, I'm. We're not talking about that. Go away." And sure enough, he was right. So the, it, the next time, you know, that not the next time, but you know, failed failed engagement number two, and we ran into each other a few months later, and that was it. And I was just like, "You finally got your shit together, because I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm not. We got to figure this out." So I I've, love
1: this with Brian you
2: know, not having a microphone, know, but he's gonna get one. Uh, he
3: knows, he knows this story though. Like, I'm, I'm not telling lies. I, telling I, I, I actually
2: have to for bonus time. We're bringing in Brian today, okay? Oh, good. All right. And I'm gonna go off the air here because I gotta go. I really do. Okay. And Lisa just got home, but. So we're gonna do. It was very successful bonus time, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it's a new, new it. segment. Bonus time, right? So uh, bow, what them, I did want to say.
1: What was your question? You had a question for Sarah.
2: Well, what was your, I mean? What was your bright? Then you guys have a song like uh, I remember Sheriff. When I'm with you was one of my first girlfriend song. You know, ba Remember that one. <laughs> And when are, I'm with you baby <laughs> when I'm with you Oh my god I want to be like, you know I you guys have heard the that song
1: for the first 53 minutes and then I had to turn it off
2: <laughs> Oh wow We're going to go actually to overtime but before we do we are looking forward to seeing you guys at Club 400 this Thursday August 17th a night that won't suck And we are ready. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to all the volunteers for all the sponsors and all of you, most importantly, for buying the tickets. Thank you, Sarah Flanagan, for coming on tonight. Thank you. We are going to show you guys a great evening if you bought tickets next Thursday. And I am going to leave the mic and bring on the greatest bartender of all time at Club 400. All right. Hi, Brian. Your turn. (laughs)
1: Welcome to the Club 400 Podcast Bonus Time
3: (laughs) You really did have a bonus time I
1: did, yeah, I had a bonus time club (laughs) Brian, how you doing? Great Great, this is so fun He's so I, I don't know what my uh my favorite thing about Stu tonight was his new um letting his phone ding through the whole show. Oh wait, that's not new he does it every show. <laughs> I He's keep very, telling turn your turn, turn your phone down. It's
3: very important. People
1: or or leaving before the show's over. That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen that before.
5: Does he sing often?
1: You know, occasionally but sometimes um so you know, like we we'll, we've sung "Happy Birthday" a few times. and We'll do it together. And bad, sometimes bad plus bad equals really bad, or it's acceptable. That, I don't know what that was. I, I have even, no I don't even idea what song, that he's, song he said. Sheriff. Sheriff. I'll be looking that up. All right, and we're
3: is gonna have drug? to find out. No. Tonight? No. That's to it. Okay. So that do. was the
1: third thing. I wasn't gonna bring it up, but this might be. This is our 120th episode, and I think the first time he is not under any. Kind of alcohol or drug or anything huh. induced. He's well, he has the somewhere. voice of an angel. <laughs> yes, he does.
3: Stu, <laughs> I'm proud of you.
1: Actually, uh, I was here the other day. Where did we Oh, we went to before Sunday Funday came in, and he was, I was standing in the living room with Lisa and Lauren, and he was up in his, uh, sh- taking a shower, and he was singing or rapping rather, Young Gravy. <laughs> It was the funniest thing I think I've ever heard, and I didn't have the wherewithal to take the recorder out oh, at that yeah, point. Right? I, ne- I mean, I need to start those just moments, doing that,
3: man. You need them. We're need not
5: need recording Stu
1: in the shower. Well, I'm not going to get up there and be anywhere near the shower, but mm. you know, it was it was uh, priceless, <laughs> priceless. I mean, everybody's heard Stu on the mic, but oh yeah, Stu in the shower without a mic. It's it's you know it's entertaining. Good acoustics up there. Yeah, not bad. Okay. Brian, where'd you get the nickname the bitch? Patty, Patty, yeah, we're gonna blame her for that. What's that all about?
5: She just called, kept calling me her bitch. So it's like, apparently, it's gonna stick.
3: She actually came through the picture line, and she's like, "Is that your husband back there serving drinks?" I go, "It is." She goes, "What's his name?" I said, "Well, it's Brian, but you can call him whatever you want. He'll answer." And then she decided <laughs> so she did. to try it, and yeah. that's where it came from.
1: <laughs> nice. What about the Costanza thing? Is that just... You've always been doing it or?
5: Sarah made me do it. One day we were sitting at the house and we were going to a 50th birthday, 50th, whatever. And she had said to me, she goes, okay, honey, I need you to go upstairs, put on your silk boxers, some black socks, and a wife beater. I ran upstairs thinking, hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's got a fetish. I was wrong. (laughs) Comes downstairs. She's got blankets. unfold it out, lay it out. And she goes, all right, do the Costanza pose right here. And I'm like, okay. And then she whips out her camera and starts taking pictures. I'm like, all right, maybe we're recording this. Maybe, okay, we're getting weird. (laughs) So then she runs. She leaves the house. I'm sitting there in my socks. and It's midnight. And she goes running out to get the pictures developed. Puts it in a frame. We gave it to somebody for their 50th birthday at the fondue, some fondue restaurant. Nice. And this guy is kind of one of those guys that has everything, so you really can't buy him a present. Right. And sure enough, we wrap it up. I've got a black Sharpie in my pocket. He opens it up. is completely speechless. There's got to be 30 people in this room. <laughs> I walked up and signed it and walked away. Didn't say a word. It's Just, awesome. there you go. It is still on his mantle.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. hmm the origin of the story—you mm-hmm. can only get that on the Club Four Hundred podcast. Oh, yeah. It's the That's it's awesome. the
3: OG. I think actually there might be some Club Four Hundred members that have one of them on a beach towel, and I did another framed one too because we did a white elephant party.
5: Oh, okay. Oh no, that was and that was Julie Stone, Ju- Julie Stone. Julie
3: sh- Stone had ended, the beach towel I ended think.
5: up to with it. And they put it on the end of their bed. Yeah. It's, it's the baby maker. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: I have, actually, speaking of that, I have given the original photo away as a bachelorette party gift on a blanket. The original photo? The original photo I oh have boy. printed on blanket. Oh, gave okay. that away as a, oh, nice. as okay. a uh, bachelorette gift. So, you know.
5: We did one in the middle of a church, and the priest kind of knew it <laughs> and was like, whatever had, do not, do not disgrace the church. I'm like, well, no, I got to do it, so. Sure enough, they're at the end of the. Very
3: sneaky. They don't know. They don't watch us do it. Oh, he saw it. We're very. He saw it.
1: It, it,
5: it, it Did he say anything? No, couldn't. I literally. He was all the way at the. He was right there. I was at the end of the aisle. He's looking right at me. He cannot miss me. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Can't do it. And then,
3: so then we'll go in between the church service and the reception. We'll stop at a Walgreens, get it printed, and I already have like what looks like a nice wedding frame in the car. And we'll set it on the table where they have, like, photos of the happy couple going through there.
4: (laughs) That's so (laughs)
1: great.
5: There was one where they were, there was kind of this baptism table. And I kept looking at it. She's like, absolutely not. I mean, it was up on
3: the stage or altar or whatever. I I said no to that. Oh,
1: that would have been awesome. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so great. Do you have any other dream spots or bucket list spots for, for this? Um... You think I pick out the
5: places where I do this? I do I, not. No, it's, no, no, it's Sarah. Okay, I, I, just, I, no. it's not
1: organic. It doesn't just happen? No, well, no,
3: it's, they're not planned out. So we, well, I, I take that back. Like, the ones that are here are typically when we have a minute where there's a lull in the action, we sneak it in and we get out, which also, that's another Patty thing. She's like, dang, I missed it again. How do I never see this happen, you know? So we're pretty sneaky Well, she's about three it. and a half
5: feet tall. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, we're pretty sneaky, but there's also there's also got to be something happening where if we're found in the background, they're going to be looking at their phone and going, where the heck are these people? <laughs> right. You know, And so it, it's just got to be in the moment. And we did have to plan, like getting on the green monster, we had to plan that out. I had to be in position and ready to go so he could oh, that guy was get mad. in and get out before we got kicked out.
5: <laughs> we, were, we were getting thrown out. Of, we were on a tour.
1: Oh, uh, it was during And okay. they were going
5: to throw us out of the building. I'm like, I'm good with it because I got my picture, but. I kind of want to see the rest of it. <laughs> Did, so,
1: they, so that wasn't part of the tour? My Costanza post? No. No, no, no. She couldn't make <laughs> no. that happen. No, <laughs> no, 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 yes, no we,
5: but... yes,
3: we were up on the, yes, we okay, were back by was... the Green Monster as uh, part gotcha. of the tour and we okay. were trying to hang back.
5: Gotcha. Okay. As the
3: slow pokes in the tour group so we well, so wouldn't get caught. But
5: The worst part about that is we had gotten there the night before and met Stu. So, we had gotten the whole, Sarah had set this up and got in the hotel room and then kind of Stu just kind of showed up. And we met him at a bar, and we tried to drink all of the Jaeger in Boston. I am extremely hungover. I can hardly function. The fact that I didn't fall off the Green Monster, is, and I don't throw up ever. That morning, we finished the tour. We go to lunch. Wahlburgers. Wahlburgers. We go to Cast and Flagons. Mm-hmm. He hands me a three-ounce shot of Jaeger, and I threw up all I walked over the garbage can and just let it go all of it wow and the bouncer looks down he goes dude it's 11 o'clock in the morning i'm like i'm telling you this is from the night before i apologize i you know i get it somebody throws up they gotta go he goes you cleaned up after yourself like you're okay just
1: right
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) here's a water (laughs) just
1: keep the rest of it down we'll stick we'll stick to the beer we're good that's awesome. Um I have I did have one question for both of you. Uh you guys put in I would I was going to say hundreds, probably closer to thousands of hours volunteering here, you know, club 400 thing. It's a big deal to you guys. What's the what's the main driving force motivation behind doing it from your perspective? Cuz there's ups and downs and frustrations and you got to deal with Stu and
3: You know, I think when we first met Stu, we realized that our Our lives and a lot of the friends that we have all cross paths in some way. Um, My grandfather actually taught Stu in high school. So how we didn't run into each other in high school or even earlier than that, we're really not sure. But, you know, when we first met him and just hearing his passion about what he's doing here and how, how much this means to him is really what keeps us coming back. You know, I... I've always said to Stu and to Lisa both, I said, I might be a little overprotective and that might irritate some people. And I, I don't mean that to be irritating. I just, I think that what he's doing is so noble and so notable and he's so positive and friendly to everybody that he meets. So it's a lesson for all of us. And to, to be here and be a small part of it, I mean, truly we are a very small part of what goes on. But if we hear a bat hit the floor, You should. I mean, both of us, we're, like, running to pick it up or make sure it's not broken or somebody's not taking it. And maybe that's not our place, but Stu's kind of entrusted us with that to be our place, and so that's really a bulk of it. I want to see this place hit the million like nobody's business because that's what he set out to do. And to be a part of it, to get to that, I think, is really what drives us to be here. I wish we could do more. You know, I... What we do is important, of course, you know, keeping management of the bar and making sure people don't get too silly. You know, we want you to have a good time, but let's remember this is still somebody's right. house. You know, we want you to and There's have kind your, of a
1: lot of nice stuff in the I house. I mean, this too. is kind
3: of – it. you know, it – I know and, at first
1: you, when you were saying that the first, like, five times I was here, I, you probably remember, Brian, because you were serving me, but um, I stood by the baseballs. I didn't know anybody, and I just was watching people for the exact same reason. I'm like, somebody could just walk up and, like, take that – baseball over there you know i would probably see it oh i, well, I it's just one now of those. i feel like i would at the time yeah. i you know i didn't know it's sensory this, but yeah it's really? uh, yeah, yeah yeah and it's just it's everything is just so beautiful and well done and the funny thing is he doesn't care <laughs> to some degree i mean we had uh you guys know eddie cologne and right. their family the first time they came here uh during covid and he had them down here, and actually, uh, at that time, Riker wasn't in a wheelchair yet. And he's giving him a helmet. He's got a bat. He's swinging the bat over by the glass. I'm like having a stroke. <laughs> and, you know, and Stu's like, here, take the other one, bat too. Throw him the ball. You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, and I, and I asked him about that, and he's like, yeah, if the it's, it's glass breaks, the glass breaks. I'm like, okay, yeah. But
3: no. well,
5: nothing's gone missing. No. Oh. I mean, no. that's... it's amazing. That's a bunch of people here that we really don't know a lot of times. Right. Nothing has gone missing. Yeah. And most everybody's pretty good about it. Um, you know, even the people, the, the bats get knocked off the bar all the time. So, and that, there's a bat over in the corner over there. I take down, that's the first thing I do when I walk in the door. Yeah. I take that bat down next to the bar because it's going to hit the ground. Right. Drives me bonkers. Yeah.
3: You know, but it's it's good people. We have a whole nother family of friends. You know, William, we probably would have never met had we not been a part of Club 400, and it's just, it's... I probably great. would
1: have seen you at a modern-day Romeo Somewhere, you know, but... but yeah, no, I, I agree.
3: I also really like that there's been an impact on my own children to yeah. be a part of it, you know. We've now got our youngest, Charlie, and his buddies who are in Little League together. They will be here on party night cleaning up garbage and... Doing what they can to make sure everybody's having a good time, and you know, just and I loved how you brought him to
1: the the meeting for the volunteers to show them like it's more than just right. You're not just showing up to play pinball back there, right? It's part of a big
3: deal, yeah. So and it's important for them to know that there's more out there than just just their own little world, right? You know, so
5: the main reason I started helping him is the Carrie Wood event. He had come to me and goes, oh. We're having this party. Why don't you do, you know, do this? And I said, "Oh, well, if you need help, let me know. And he goes, that'll yeah, be fun. I go, well, what, what goes on? He goes, well, everybody goes. I said, do you have somebody bartending? Do you have somebody paying attention? No, no, they just serve themselves. I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's really that's where a, it started for That's sure. a bad path. Yeah. And Lisa kind of hadn't known me at all. And she had kind of pulled me to the side the other night. She goes, "Um, you're doing all of them. He goes, because you'll actually tell Stu, "Mm, no, you can't have that. Right. (laughs) No, you've had enough. I think you'd
1: be the only one that would tell him that. Oh, I do all the time. Yeah, I know. No problem. It's awesome. (laughs) I love it. I want a Jaeger. No. Yeah, no. We're not serving that. That's not on the menu. That is not on the
3: menu. I love how you
1: were asking that specifically the other night, what's on the menu. Because on the back of
5: the... When on the sheet it said Jaeger drinks, I'm like, no, nope, no, not happening. I can't smell
1: it. Machine's not on on that night. Well, you guys have any final thoughts? We're gonna wrap it up here.
3: Hey, just you know, for those that are coming uh, next week on the seventeenth, we look forward to seeing you. Uh, it, it's always a good time. If you can't make it, please go on to the auction site, uh, place some bids. There's a lot of great stuff. That, like I said earlier, this cause is so noble and so important. And not These families, uh, they go through a lot, and their children are love and light, and they, their faces when they get to compete in these Special Olympics events is like none other. So consider going on there and donating. Um, and those that are coming, we look forward to seeing you, and let's keep, let's keep Stu's dream alive and get to that million dollars
1: yep that works that's good <laughs> she's got it <laughs> all right thanks you guys so much for being guests tonight uh thank you Stu, for leaving early and we will see you next time
4: by the shores of old lake michigan where the hawk wind blows so cold an old cub fan lay dying in his midnight hour the toll all around his bed his friends had gathered they knew his time was short and up on his head they put a bright blue cap from his all-time favorite sport And he said, it's late, it's getting dark in here and I know it's time to go but before I leave the lineup, there's just one thing I'd like to know, do they still play the blues in Chicago when baseball season rolls around? When the snow melts away, do the Cubbies still play? In their ivy covered burial ground when i was a boy they were my pride and joy but now they only bring fatigue to the home of the brave the land of the free and the doormat of the nation